Hey everybody, this is your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to the Langpreneur podcast episode number 71 and in this episode today we're going to talk about niching down because do you really have to niche down? That's what we're going to talk about with Oli today. Let's get started. This is the Langpreneur podcast where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. You know, you're on, on the podcast we always talk about niching down, about the importance of niching down and having a niche. Do you really have to niche down? I mean, you started with, I will, you started, I will teach you a language. You know, you, in the beginning, you all, you talked about language learning in general and you were offering all kinds of, of languages. I mean, do we really have to niche down? Does it really need to be specific? Yeah, it does. Because the thing is, there's so much more, with every year that goes by, there's more and more competition. If you are a French teacher, you have a lot of competition. There are hundreds of thousands of French teachers out there, literally. If you're an English teacher, it's even worse. Um, you know, I started I Will Teach You a Language um, as a general language learning thing. But even then, I did have some novelty to it in the sense that I would kind of parade my languages around right? and say, hi, I, I'm Oli, I speak eight languages. And that's like at least something unique to get started, right? And I think that probably probably helped. Um, but but there, there's so much to choose from. And assuming that everybody listening to this run, uh, offers language services of some kind, but even if, they, even, if they, even if they don't, even if it's um, any kind of education, you have thousands of competitors. Um, and so the, there are two reasons that people will choose to learn from you. Okay? Number one is, is you as a person. Because ultimately, when people learn from anybody, they're buying you, not not the thing, right? Um, but then again, like you know, just go on YouTube, there are millions and millions of individual creators. So you, in order to be successful, you have to in order to get traction, you've got to combine that with something else. So it's not just uh, it's not just Yan the the guy who shows you how to not just Yan 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 the uh, the person the the influencer. It's <laughs> it's um. Or no, as I say, it's not just Yan the, the the guy who shows you how to build a an online business. It's Yan the guy who shows you how to build an online business in with your education skills, right? So you've you've um you've combined your personal brand with something else. You've gone two layers deep, and um and that's what gets you traction because you don't need you actually don't need all that many people in order to. I mean, depending on your on your model, of course, and how you how you um how you what 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 you offer for example if you're if you're a high-end teacher who charges 100 euros an hour you don't need that many students to have a, a very successful full-time business you really don't um but if you're selling seven dollar ebooks you need thousands of people in order to in order to make the same amount of money you know so so you absolutely need a niche and don't try not to be distracted by the exceptions we all have friends who are who are, you know, who, who are, who are the exceptions, like friends of ours, like Benny Lewis, for example, fluent in three months, um, doesn't really have a niche. He's just general language learning, but he's the exception. 
not the rule. And almost always, I mean, I'm sure you'd agree yeah, when we when we meet people um, in our coaching programs and things like that, and they said, like, why why aren't I getting traction? Why why are things so slow? It's because there's no there's no niche. When you don't have a niche, it's very difficult to co- to, to connect directly with um with the right people. Your audience is going to be much smaller at the beginning, but they're going to be way more engaged, right? And that's quite similar to what we're doing here with with Langpreneur, right? It's it's very specific. So we have a very small audience. Our podcast is actually very small, but people are very engaging. And every time we send out an offer or we organize an event or we offer coaching or you know we reach out to people on Instagram, they they all respond. So that's that's the good thing, and that's the power of having a niche. I yeah, I mean, take take the um, next year's uh, mastermind, for example. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's a by all it's a difficult event. It's a difficult event to run, right? It's a week in a tropical location in a villa. Most people don't have that that amount of time to just to just spend. But uh, how many hours did we did it sell out in? Was it three hours it sold out? Yeah, it was on a Friday afternoon. I sent out the offer at one o'clock and then I did a few podcast interviews. By the end of the afternoon, over over 12 people signed up and we only had 10 spots. <laughs> right, so so that, that I mean, so we don't we only need, in fact, we cap it. We only allow 10. Are we having 10 or 12? 12. 12, so we, we, we don't allow more Including us, so 10 participants. Yeah. Right, so 10 participants. We, we don't allow, if you're number 11, you don't get in, right? We only allow 10 people in. Um, and, and that's small by any account. So it's only 10 people and it's a very difficult event to, to run and manage and sell and all of that. But, but we are still able to sell out the entire thing in three hours because mainly because, you know, you, Jan, you're, you're, you're here creating all this awesome content um, for, for people and, and helping them doing their, doing, do, to do their, to grow their businesses. And so that's why people are, they're not just happy to come. They demand to come. The message is saying like, make sure this happens. Mm. You have to run it. Please put me on the waiting list for next year. Yeah, and so the, that's the power of a niche. If we, if if all we did was like, okay, we'll show you how to grow an online business. There are thousands of people doing that. So why us? What's what's unique about us? Nothing. Um, apart from Jan's um, Dutch good looks, that's the only asset we'd have, right? But yet we have this um, this 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 expertise in the language industry, right? As educators, so we're able to combine the business building side with a specific set of experience, which is, I imagine why people listening to this right now are actually listening because we, you know, we're occupying this specific niche. All right, so you heard it from Oli. Do you really need to niche down? Yes, if you're getting started today or if you have been running your online business for a while and you're not having traction, you need to niche down because there is so much competition and the only way to stand out is by well, creating good content, of course, but also you know creating that good content for a very specific group of people. If you're already the biggest in your industry, forgetting if you're already having tons of traction, there's no need to niche down. The purpose of niching down is to get traction. If you already have that traction, then you're okay. Keep doing what you are doing. That was it for today. I hope you liked this episode. Make sure to give it a good rating on well on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I usually don't ask for for good ratings, but of and and reviews, but it. Uh, Yeah, it's really going to help us out here at Langpreneur. So thank you very much and see you on the next episode.